1: Welcome to the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show brought to you by Odyssey. This is the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show. Just a heads up, episodes sometimes include content not suitable for work and definitely not safe for kids. Now available on the Odyssey app.
0: I think you wanna know. A dirty little secret. About a secret little show.
2: Sarah and Vinny Secret Show for Thursday, March 10th. 2022 i almost said 904 because that's what time is. <laughs> <laughs> Cut <laughs> Cut not out out no don't leave it in who cares people know it's streaming we have to you know what if we said something we regretted then we need time to it has to be uploaded it's a whole thing so who cares people who listen to the show thank you know what and thank you for listening to our show where all we let all our mistakes just hang out there because Mo, most of the time we're not making them we're just here to give amazing advice that we call bad advice, so that no one can sue us over it. I'm sure they could still sue us. They couldn't, right? <laughs>
3: I don't know. Let's not yeah. even talk about I'm law lawsuits. A lawyer. Don't yeah, know. don't ask the lawyers. Don't give I don't ideas. don't ideas. Yeah. all right.
2: Stop with stop with your big <laughs> ideas, people out there. <laughs> what are you doing? I don't know. Uh, so how are you guys? Is every how's everyone feeling? Everyone feeling sexy? Really? Everyone really should, good? Yeah. life is good. It's You've been days. super smiley all day. Like I'm really I love I well, love got, Happy Vinny.
3: We got some stuff out of the way, which was really hanging over our heads for a while there, and that's good. And there's some release from that, right? Mm-hmm. And we're settled in now. With, and, sure, right. Yeah. So yeah, and you know, had a little time off. That felt great.
2: Yeah. Ah, uh,
3: life is good. I mean, I'm heading into the worst time of the year for me, but I'll try to keep a good spirits about it.
2: Yeah. What,
3: because the surf goes away or yeah, because it's your, gonna be your kids junkies. are off for the summer and you got to well, entertain them? Well, there's that, <laughs> too. And the crowds come to Santa Cruz. Oh, it's really, yeah. The traffic is like, horrible. Like, oh, yeah. Right. For, for three months, it's awful. And I don't know. You must know all the workarounds, though. I do. And one of the workarounds is stay home because mm. on the weekends... There's, right. there's no workaround. Do your there's shopping just, at
2: midnight. Go anywhere right. you need
3: to go at midnight. Or get what you need on Friday before, and then you're right. you're good. But I don't know what this year will be like. Honestly, we were more crowded than ever during the pandemic, even though you'd think not. But there were lines of parked cars along a road where there's not even access to the beach.
2: Oh, like they had to park there to get to the and
3: walk a mile to the beach a crazy distances because the beaches were closed in town. So they just went out of town and went to, so I don't know what it'll be like, but I'm expecting a very, very busy summer. Aren't you? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I,
2: I really don't know. Things don't change here that much. We're not a super touristy place. I mean, going out to the beach can get really bad. You know what roads to avoid. Cause they lead to beach roads, right? Um, but I just kind of stay away from that.
3: I just think people are going to be out in general. Well, people are looking for a free
2: summer, like freedom.
3: Right. Mm -hmm. And rightly so. Absolutely.
2: A lot of places, a lot of States, uh, Hawaii in particular, lifting some travel stuff, lifting some mask requirements. It's it's feeling like this thing is getting over. Although did you see that fucking story this morning about Delta Cron?
3: I'm not trying to read those.
2: Yeah, I was reading it. Like, I don't know why either. It was like 4.30 in the morning. I'm like, Sarah, what are you even reading this for? <laughs> like, who, I don't even want to know. Shut I up. I did read
3: a really legitimate article about the origins of the, the disease or the virus or whatever you want to call it. Uh, and they really do believe it came from that food market in China really like, no. they're saying this is like science has science. figured it out as much as they can without any more so cooperation something... from China but they're right. saying this didn't come from a lab That's this was right. from that food market where there are and in the article they listed raccoon dogs and all these animals that are susceptible to the disease that and and then and then they come around a food market where they're not being kept with a bunch of other animals that are also susceptible. And I forget, it was like red foxes and raccoon dogs and all this stuff that they are selling for exotic pets or exotic meats. And this is where we got that from. And so the article was sort of making the point, the world needs to make sure this is shut down. That is the problem right there. Yeah. So whether or not China will or we've got any kind of sway with them, and I don't think we do, that was what the article was talking about. I
2: always wonder. I always like f- feel like uh, I mean I don't and I don't know what your source is there, but I feel like I hear from like the the PETA people who are always looking for ways to shut that stuff down. Like they're looking for evidence that supports that. You know what I mean? I like who know. the fuck will ever know for reals? You know what happened?
3: you well, know like I you said china's sh-
2: not helpful about it but it's
3: i didn't plan on sharing that but it was a legitimate source I, i'll if i find it i'll let okay. you know but it was it was a good article in that it debunked some of this you know oh it was released from a lab purposefully right and they were just saying this is this, this is a recipe for disaster this these uh wuhan wet markets wet markets they're just absolutely that's what has to be stopped. So I don't know. You could be right, though. And now that you're I have no idea, the
2: first thing I thought of was yeah. like that. That almost sounds like you know the animal rights people saying. And I can't say that I totally disagree. You know, I I feel ter- you know sometimes even just walking through regular markets, I think, oh boy, boy, they're right there in that bucket, awaiting their doom. Like it's um, hard, you know.
3: Yeah, I don't. I don't. Know. <laughs> yeah. I don't.
2: Anyway, maybe all this should be cut out too. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, this shows off to an auspicious start. All right, fuck it all. You, I'll let Brynn and Alex decide what's staying and what isn't. Let's get all to right. some. Uh, let's get to some bad advice. Okay. Um, here is something I'm sure we won't step in it here. Hello, radio family. I'll keep this short and spe- sweet. My wife of ten years wants to go help her family in Ukraine. They are in a place called Lviv. L V I V. Lviv, Lviv, on the
3: uh, they say the one that's L K Y I V it's Kiev. Yeah. So I don't know. But if this that is
2: L V so oh, yeah, I V. So I don't know. Lviv, Lviv, whatever. It's a it's a town on the west side of the country. So this guy's saying it's actually re- relatively safe. But uh, I don't want her to go. Right. But I know it means a lot to her. Her parents moved the family to the U.S. when she was a teenager to get away from this type of situation. Since we met 15 years ago, every time she's seen, heard, or said Putin's name, she gets disgusted. She says his name like she's spitting it out, Putin.
0: Mm.
2: How can I convince her to not go and possibly get herself killed? Thank you, FOC. I, I, I feel this guy's pain because, of course, you don't want your spouse, your beloved, to go to someplace dangerous. But I don't see a way to stop someone once they get... Something in their head and like, you know, it's their country. It's their mm. roots. And their
1: family. their
2: family. Does it say they have kids? It doesn't say anything more about their family, just that they've been married for 10 years. Um. Yeah, I would think if you had kids, you could say, the kids.
3: Well, I was going to say, I mean, you could make a deal with her and say, I, I don't want to, but I will go with you for two weeks. And then we come home. Now maybe that won't work for her. Maybe she'll say, "I'm going until we're free," right? Which may not be the end result here. I don't know right. what will ultimately. She may happen.
2: not ultimately be able to leave.
3: So I don't know, but I, I, I would. I think if there was some kind of compromise possible, it would involve. I would try to say, look. I don't want you to go, but if you're going to go, I want to be with you through this. But we need to put a, like we can't just leave our lives. We have bills to pay. We'll lose our home. We have right, things right. that we need to attend to here. So let's go. That's why you're saying
2: I'm going I'm t- alone.
3: T- maybe, maybe that'll maybe he ultimately does have to just say, you got to go do you.
2: Mm.
3: And I, I know that's not the question, because the question is, how can I get her to not go? I, I really
2: don't I like, right. Short of threatening her or, or binding her or, or, you know, I actually think that's, that's something to think about though. Like if we, I'll go with you, but there's a time limit on it. We'll go, we'll see your family, we'll support them. We'll bring whatever we can. Uh, but we're, but then we leave. That might be a good compromise.
3: I don't know what she knows about the horrors of, of, War, actual war where bombs have fallen on a hospital and, you know, I mean, there's bad stuff happening and she, she, I don't know if she knows what she's getting herself into there. Right. She probably does. I'm probably less likely to know than maybe someone from there. Right.
2: Uh, well, I mean, I'm, we're definitely less likely to know. We, you know, we've not we've not lived through a prolonged war on our border. Um, especially
1: if she has family out there that she's in contact with right and her parents
2: fled to get out of these situations like clearly it's you know well when when did the ussr break up in the 90s the early 90s
3: something like that 80s maybe yeah i was talking to my daughter as we were doing the history reading yesterday we were somehow we ended up on that too what did rush Putin have
2: to say about that
3: Well, he didn't. That wasn't in the story, but I was trying to explain and I don't have a good handle on the dates. I would need to look a lot of stuff up to to really do the the teacher, you know, properly. But I was trying to explain that Soviet Union used to be a lot more of that territory. And as it broke up, these countries broke off and Mm -hmm. it appears that Putin believes Ukraine's his. I can put this back together. And that's, Good. you know, and and I would imagine that's the fear is that if he can get Ukraine back, then what's next? Is he going to get Poland? Right. Or, or what?
2: any number Latvia of Latvia or there's
3: a few others. There are, right. you know, so I don't know. I don't know how that, that I didn't have the, the best handle on it all. I, but it's scary. And I would not want my wife to go do that. I also know that yeah. if someone's decided they need to do this for themselves and for their heritage and for their family, then maybe you have to just say... I support you. I wish you the best of luck. And I wish you
2: um, wouldn't, but I yeah. support you. Right.
3: Anyway, that's the only thing I can come up with is the whole, I'll go with you if you'll right. cap it at two weeks.
2: Bryn, your family fled Vietnam. I mean, maybe you have perspective on this that we wouldn't.
3: Yeah, I, I don't.
2: <laughs> I
1: mean, my, my parents, their stories are like horrific, and they fled for a reason. They come back for, I, I don't know how they would feel if, if this were happening, I can't even put myself yeah, in those you, shoes. Yeah, if you so... if Vietnam
2: was under attack, would you? Would there be something in you that needed to go there? Or do you think there'd be something in your dad or your mom that they'd need to you know, go there to help? And... I think
1: because I'm so Americanized, I would definitely feel inclined if my parents had that in them to go back and fight. That I would probably feel like, you know, Almost I do it should. for them, right? Yeah, I do. I do that for my you know my entire generation. <laughs> Um, but that's a really tough one. I, I couldn't imagine having to let my wife go into a war zone. Right. I don't yeah. Know.
2: I mean, I, I totally see his side, but I see her side too. She's, she's yeah. Of that. Mm-hmm. She grew up there until she was a teenager. She's well aware. Alex, anything to add?
0: Uh, yeah, man. I think that would just be, um, you know, I know I just try to put myself in the shoes of like, if my family was in trouble and I had to go. You know, do something. I would stop at any. I wouldn't stop. I would get there. I would, you know, so nobody could stop me. So I try to look at it from that point of view. Really?
2: Interesting. I mean, that might be that that might be the bottom line right there. She feels that this is something she has to do. I don't know that you're going to be able to stop her. Mm.
3: Yeah. Well, there it is. I mean, that's I think that this husband, unfortunately, is is going to have to take her to the airport.
2: Maybe he could just throw her in an Uber so he doesn't feel like he's a party to it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's can't the next even one. give her a <laughs> ride? Nah. Come on! I do not support this. Oh, uh, Here is something that's uh, interesting. Um, it's a work problem, uh, and it starts like this. I am a very passive person, and recently I feel like my boss is taking advantage of that. My new boss has been rubbing people the wrong way lately as she's never on time, doesn't stick to her word, and uses other employees to do things she should be handling. I've had a few meetings with her that have started late or have been rescheduled without checking my schedule. I work in sales and I need to use my time wisely instead of waiting around for a meeting that keeps getting pushed back. Yesterday, I was supposed to have a goals meeting with my boss and the owner of of our company. It was scheduled for 10 a.m. I get a call that the owner won't get there until 10.30 and I was asked if that was okay. I said, sure. Then I get a calendar invite that the meeting was scheduled for 1.30 p.m. I asked my boss if that's a typo and she said she asked me, is 1.30 all right and not 10.30? I said, oh, I thought I heard 10.30, but okay, I'll make 1.30 work. One ten rolls around and I see the owner and my boss leave the building Now, at this point, I already know they're not going to be back in time because this is a pattern I see. When 30 rolls around, they're nowhere to be found. I personally have a 15 minute rule. If a doctor, friend, or even a client is late, I walk away and reschedule. I think this is fair unless it is communicated to me. That doesn't sound passive, by the way. I'd like to say that doesn't, that sounds assertive. Now, you were 15 minutes late. I I need to reschedule. I think this is fair unless it's communicated to me that they are late because of a family emergency traffic, etc. It's 1.40 and I feel heated. They finally stroll in at 1.44 p.m. My boss says, sorry, we're late. And my immediate reaction is, it's okay. I immediately regretted that as, uh, even as I said it. So when I walked into the conference room, I said, you guys just made it under my 15-minute rule. If, if you were my client, I would have given you my card to reschedule the next meeting with me. The owner replied with, oh... And my boss replied with, well, I texted you. I looked back at my messages and she did text at 1:35, saying, we'll be in just a few. And then I proceeded to fire off my goals with a tomato red face because that's what happens when I'm mad. My question to you is, how do I set up a boundary? I am the youngest salesperson, mid, uh, female, mid-20s. I feel like she takes advantage of that. What are your thoughts on this? Mm. It sucks getting mad at work. I've cried at work when i'm not sad i'm angry mm-hmm. like i i feel like you're not as passive as you think you are that a passive person would just be like it's okay but you more of a doormat yeah more of a doormat like i think you're you're letting it be known you let it be known that you did not appreciate that and i don't know <laughs> i feel like as you get older you'll 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 do better with sending your own, back. it sounds like you're well on your way to me.
3: I think that I've watched this happen in my wife's career a ton. Mm. The disrespect that the, the, the meeting against meeting against meeting all day long has these people doing this to each other all day long. It is normal. I also think it's unacceptable, but it is the way tech works. They miss their meetings all the time, all the freaking time. And they're always constantly these calendar reschedules popping up out of nowhere with not nearly enough re- like respect for that person's time. Right. And what I believe the culture is saying to, to the low, people lower on the totem pole is deal with it. Yeah, your time's That's not as important saying, as my time. Right? I, don't, I don't think that they're uh, there's not even an apology due in their right. minds. They're just this is what our this is our work culture. We do meetings back to back all day long, and often we're late because we we're like a doctor's office. We're screwed before ten o'clock, right?
2: This ran late, the doctor came in late, this happened, that happened, now our entire schedule's off, and you're going to wait 45 minutes. There's no 15-minute rule at the doctor's office. No. Doctors are always like
1: half an hour, 45 minutes. Like,
2: God. You know, I I also think that, uh, you know, there's plenty of bosses out there that nobody likes. Mm -hmm. There just are. And bosses are good, and bosses are bad, and bosses are okay. But that person is your boss.
1: Exactly. Mm
2: -hmm. And so that's you getting upset over your it's it's your boss they call the shots right if some subordinate of yours is late to a meeting then you get to be mad because you're the boss as long as you're on time for their meetings i get it your time's valuable and you're trying to make your sales and and do your stuff but i actually feel like it's more about coping with different bosses and and this boss in particular like she bugs you and look there's plenty of terrible bosses out there and Maybe this Unfortunately, person is one of them.
3: I do think that as people pursue the, the corporate climb, you know, because that's the thing, right? You say yeah. to yourself, well, I want to be the best at what I do, and I want to get a director position. And then when you're a director, you want to get whatever's above that. Right. And you're in pursuit of, you know, kudos, and that's why you have these goal meetings. These are – this is the corporate culture, especially in tech. Like, that's what's going on all day, every day there. And I do think that a lot of people who rise in these companies should not manage others. Mm. They're not. They don't understand that you are now in charge of other people. Are you even a people person?
2: Yeah. Are you willing
3: willing to put your work down when someone who works below you needs your help and whether or not that's even work related, that's part of managing people. It's part of the gig and they don't get it at all. In fact, if anything, some of these engineer brains are downright antisocial. If anything. Mm. Oh, I know some mm -hmm. of those people. Yeah. 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 So, so, uh, so what I'm trying to explain or, And doing a probably a really bad job at is not everybody. Well, and Sarah was just saying it. Not everybody's cut out to be a boss. Not everybody's going to be a good boss. And you've got options. Split. Yeah. If you really find a good boss, fuck that guy off and move on, or get with the program that is. You understand where you fit in, right? And just get Mm -hmm. it. And you don't necessarily get to keep that rule with everyone. Yeah and that's yeah, kind of the deal
2: i i agree i actually feel like you know you're dealing with your boss who's got their own schedule and then that boss is dealing with the owner who clearly had their own schedule as well so you know you're third down on that chain
3: at least third oh, down and you can't believe the chains mm-hmm. you just can't like i when christina explains to me these work chains and where the hierarchy and who right? works for who and the teams as they're put together and they're constantly in sort of a m- movement and then one person leaves because they're pers- and then everyone wants that person's title. <laughs> it's chaos all right. the time. But what ultimately has to happen, I think for you is you need to realize where you fit in and either decide I want this job. So I'll accept like who needs a goals meeting? Really? Like did That's anything people even come them, of huh? that? Right. They I know. Care to listen. Did they even listen to you? Is that something they're fulfilling for HR because they really, frankly, don't care about the people below them? They're not taking care of your time at all, are they?
2: Not at all. Yeah. But so some, that's – and so that is clearly part of this job. Right. So right. if this job doesn't work for you, there's a lot of – and look, people are hiring right now. There's jobs out there. It's very Bryn?
1: difficult uh, and damn near impossible to – put your boss in check to check your boss and yeah. say anything so you gotta you can't your boss. bounce because you're not gonna be able to call him out or go to the or try to overstep him and go to the now owner you're just and a, say a shitty, wh- a shitty yeah.
2: employee that they hate oh that guy's a problem
1: right you're in trouble
2: yeah you gotta figure out a way to work with a boss mm-hmm. you know and as you get older you'll be more assertive and you'll and you'll rise up your hierarchy will change too well hopefully you know I hope I wish you well, Being Alex The
3: role with it, though, is important. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Take yeah. I don't shit. I don't know if I'm like a doormat or not. I'm, I mean, I could be. But uh, yeah, for me, I think <laughs> I think it's the, like uh, Bryn was saying, it's just with your boss. Your boss is your boss. And that's how I feel. And yeah, even if I don't agree with something, I'm going to usually try my hardest to. You know, do whatever they're asking of me, but I've I've also never been in the situation where you know with all the meetings and right, being right. late and that kind of thing either. So,
2: I'd like to add something. Just insert something here, if I could. Um, Alex, you're really good at this. You're actually a very concise person. And yesterday, uh, you weighed in on the problem, the ladies' problem with the friends with benefits and the. And I thought you had a really interesting point to make, and you made it very well with an economy of words and i would just like to say
0: thank you so much i think you're doing
2: a great job
0: thank you i appreciate it
2: like when i I actually was like i'm gonna get alex's opinion on everything i do today (laughs) well done
3: my friend should she eat that avocado even though it's not ready or do you think she should should give it another six months
0: (laughs) uh give it another six months maybe
1: well you risk the the possibility of uh, something Else, eating it like a raccoon, Uh-oh. or remember the last time you had an avocado on the tree and it disappeared? It was because tiny. A, a it was just a bird t- ate it. It or was so like tiny, that? you
2: know. It fell off. It was just tiny. Bad advice for Sarah. Now, no, I like I like Alex's point. I'm thinking that uh, Vinny him gave a couple of months. valid options, and uh, I I think the six month option is I'll the one I'm going to go with. <laughs> with
1: you in three months to see if it's still there. Yeah,
2: <laughs> it's big. You know, it's like a baby fist. You know, it's anyway. I don't know fist. how we got on this, but <laughs> yeah, it's not like a human, like a grown up fist, but it's. Like a baby fist.
3: It's for Alex to help you on today. Thank
2: That's you, Alex.
0: <laughs>
3: Wherever I can help is, you is there know, any
2: other questions that anyone has about anything to do with life that Alex could maybe weigh in on? Hmm.
3: Let's see. Well, sure. There's lots of questions. I mean, what kind of qu- can we ask Alex? Anything, Alex? Are you available for any question? Are you, you think you can use your particular oh, brand, yeah, of concise advice? on any subject
0: i think i can i think i can for you for you guys for sure
3: look at this go getter (laughs) okay if your wife wants to peg you that's put on a strap on and bone your butthole and she's got
2: some serious reasons why she
3: wants Uh to do it what what is your way of handling that scenario oh good question Vinny.
2: way to bring
0: it back to sex too by the way i mean
2: this Mm -hmm. was a pretty dry show right (laughs) let's get it wet
0: uh, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm not sure about that one. I, I'd probably have to, you know, I, I don't really, uh, think I'd enjoy that. So I would probably have to let her know, but, uh, you know, we'd at least get in the conversation a little bit, probably, you know, you'd I'd be willing her, to
2: explore it verbally. I'm with
0: always her. willing to listen and to mm. break something down and then we can yeah. go from there, but I will probably prerequisite with like, yeah, this is probably not going to happen, but
3: what if her dream and she says to you, look, my dream is to, to put my strap on up your butt. And then step my my leg over your back and put my foot on the back of your neck. I want to bone you while stepping Hot. on your neck. Mm. That's I mean, my dream. You're
0: getting boned, so that's yeah. good, right? Yeah, that's my thing. I don't know whether to be turned on or a little scared. I have no idea. Yeah.
1: So, mm. chances of so that. So, we stumped happening. you the One...
3: first try. <laughs> Unbelievable. Is
1: there. Is there a well, chance? that's a direct
2: question to him, though. He's got to really examine. He might need some time to think. Of. We'll check back in with you on well, that tomorrow. I mean, are Did you that's asking if I th-
3: should do it or, or if I'm I would want to do it? am asking how you handle that. I mean, yeah. this is a scenario. This is where your advice needs to come in for yourself. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's like, uh, just, it's, I guess it's like my wife is totally not like that, so it's hard to... Uh, you know really tell um, that's what that's why i picked her
2: she's totally she's not, not like way. that that's
0: where we got we we would have had this conversation a while ago and then i would have figured it out from there like okay we're, we're either gonna move on or or continue or i'm gonna get pegged yeah or i'm getting pegged one yeah, of one those the other, yeah yeah I, well All look right. i would i'd like to invite our
2: listeners who i'm sure are also quite impressed with your, your ability to be a therapist i, I mean i'm blown away Um, please send direct questions to Bryn at radioalice.com and let's see if we can get a couple for tomorrow. I'm not sure for Alex, for Alex, Alex. Yes, send them to Bryn, but specific questions for Alex. Just you know, they can be simple yes or no's, it can be full blown bad advices. But I would really like to see, uh, you know, him stretch a little on the show tomorrow.
1: Secret Show Alex, Secret Show Alex, yeah. Send it
2: to Bryn at radioalice.com.
1: Just oh, this is fun.
2: Really, really good job <laughs> this week. You really did a good job this
3: week. Awesome. I know Nikki will be
2: back next week, so I want to make sure mm-hmm. that this happens tomorrow. So, Oh, boy. All right. Magic words.
3: The end.